Everybody, welcome to this week's edition of TWR News. This is NC. This is JC, and we got some shit to talk about. Yeah, we we made uh, sure to categorize all our topics, so we're ready to go. And uh, JC, what's our very first topic to start off with? The very first topic is the most uh, the, the the most newsworthy. It's about the Barlow situation. You know, I got offended with Corey Graves, who was saying very insensitive comments about me on Twitter, and I had to take a sabbatical. I could not come to work at Survivor Series or NXT. I'm going to go down to my jerk-off basement now. Poor, poor Morrow. You know what? Not, not even poor Morrow, because you know what? At the, uh, here's what I'm going to say about this, I, and I've... I've tried to be as nice as possible about the situation, but this is a guy now who is a veteran of not only combat sports, but professional wrestling, color commentary. He's been doing this for a long time. He's been broadcasting for a long time. He should have a lot thicker skin than this, and he should know working for WWE, it is notorious that they have a reputation where you have to have thick skin. It doesn't matter if you're backstage or on screen. You have to have thick skin because WWE is that type of environment. And you need to deal with it. And that's the way it is. Now, I'm, I'm sorry to say, it's not going to change. As SJW and PC as they have gotten, that's one thing that is still intact to this day and it will stay intact is that whole culture backstage. And you have to accept it. And speaking, sorry to interrupt, but speaking of backstage, there's also another problem of giving somebody with manic depressive bipolar disorder a WWE social media account. Well, here's that's another thing. I'm glad you brought that up. Why is a guy that has such a crippling disease, a crippling mental illness, why is he given such a prominent position in the company as head color commentator, or I'm sorry, head broadcaster? He, that type of guy, he should be a backup, if anything. Mm -hmm. Because you cannot rely on somebody that has mental issues on a weekly basis. I'm sorry to say, you would think with all the time in the industry that Morrow has that he would be a lot more professional about this, but apparently his mental illness, his mental illness is so crippling that it, he has to ask for time off of work. And when it gets to a point like that where you're not reliable on a weekly basis to do your job, then I'm sorry to say, but they need to find a replacement. Well, and speaking of that, I mean, the last time that he had a breakdown like this was when With JBL. JBL. Yeah, exactly. But, but I don't think it was just the, the name calling. I think it was also the, tour, the touring schedule, the weekly Day after day, the grind, the grind, or the yeah. week after week grind. Well, and I don't think he was so much used to that when he was doing MMA and boxing because before that it was pretty much like go and call event once every two weeks or once a month. You know, it wasn't as as uh, drastic of a schedule. And with this new schedule that he has, I think it's really burning him out, especially with somebody that has invested that much time in the industry and they have a, a crippling mental illness. I mean, it's it. it in his situation, I will say it's a miracle that he even gets up out of bed and does his job. Yeah. I think a guy like him personally, here's my personal recommendation if Moro Ronaldo is listening to this. Moro, my recommendation for you is to become a podcaster. You have yeah. so much um, experience in this field. You have a radio-worthy voice. You have a huge fan following. You would, you would be stupid not to take your career right now retire from color commentating, uh, retire from just even being at the broadcast booth and just focus purely on your own podcast. Tell your experiences, tell about your mental illness, tell, uh, inspire others with, with mental illnesses like yours to fight back and, you know, do something constructive with their life. I mean, if anything, you're an inspiration to people out there that, Hey, I'm a bipolar manic depressive and I work for the number one wrestling company in the world. I'm one of the best broadcasters of all time. He is. 
He, uh, I can't take yeah, that. I, sir, if you talk about across combat sports. Oh, combat, yeah, no, without a shit, without a shadow. Moro is a fucking name, you He's know? Better than Joe Rogan. Better than, uh, better than JR. JR is boring as shit. Current JR, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, current JR. No, no, prime JR would tear him apart. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. But I'm just saying, uh, my advice to Moro is he needs to get out of this type of situation. It's only going to be toxic for him, and it's not going to be the last time. Let's, no, let, have, let's face it. Well, and notice too is that back when NXT was taping their episodes, yeah. like blocks, like, in groups ahead of time, he didn't have this problem. No, he didn't. There wasn't this issue because no. it was easy for him because he, he figured, you know what, hey, I got to be here in Florida. I'll tape three episodes today. I'll go home, rest. We'll tape an, another three a week from now, and then we're set. Yeah. I get the next four weeks off. I can do whatever I want. And I think he needs that type of leniency. I think with somebody that especially is that big of a name in combat sports, as far as the whole announcing type gig goes, I think he needs more of a part-time schedule. Or at the very least, go back to uh, join the UFC. Check this out. Podcaster slash takeover exclusive announcer. Make him exclusive takeovers. I think that's the perfect schedule for him because that way it makes him seem like a bigger deal. It's kind of like how they would bring in Michael Buffer back in the day. For the really big pay-per-views. I think they should do that with Morrow. Keep him under contract, only book him for takeovers. I think... Uh, it, yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's mental burnout. That's what it is. Of course it is. And you yeah. combine that with him having a mental disorder where he can't take criticism like that. Yeah. You you add the burnout plus that, that's that's a lethal combination. Well, you know what it, it seemed to me? Because especially... It, let's face it, Corey didn't even come at him no. as hard as JBL did. Even oh, JBL said I was being lenient on him. I could have been a lot harder. And, uh, yeah, he, he, Corey Graves was a fucking jab compared to a knockout punch that JBL gave, you know? And, and the, I think the reason why Morrow is taking it so hard, because I think Morrow actually likes Corey Graves. I think it will, or at least respects or, him. Or at least respects him. And to see that, that probably broke his world. And he was like, you know what? I need some time off. So it sucks. I mean, Morrow, you know, just. You're in a doggy dog world, man. You got to tough up. You got to find some some sort of hypnosis, meditation, some sort of way of reconfiguring your brain so you can deal with this issue. Even if he did reconfigure, I just I think that at his age, he should take it easy, even on the schedule. Too, I agree. I, no, I, I totally agree. It's too much. It is. It really is. It's too much stress for him. So, uh, Moro, I uh, get well. And uh, stop being a little bitch. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Number two, Batista dating Dana Brooke. Yeah, yeah. I saw them flirting on the timeline. Yeah. They, yeah. They, he set a Twitter date on on Twitter. Or he set a date on Twitter. Good for Batista, man. I mean, that's... You know what? I'm tired of all these motherfuckers hate on Dana Brooke, dude. I, I would slam, man. Any day of the week, I would slam. She is She's a good-looking girl. She's got charisma, and I'm glad that... She hooked up with Batista. Good, good for him. That's a good couple. No, well, they will make a good couple, I should say. So most certainly will. Yeah. I, I, cho- I choose to believe that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, number three. Number three. Uh, apparently, Scarlett Bordeaux is making her uh, her on screen debut today. Oh well. Okay. So actually, well, second. Well, her actual actual wrestling debut. Okay. Cool. Good for her. Hopefully, she's wearing that skippy yellow string bikini that she was wearing in that one Instagram photo. That was so hot. Oh my god! I, I I had to I had to create an Instagram account just for that hot off between Mandy and Scarlett. Did you see it? No, I didn't. Get an Instagram account when you get a chance. Check it out. Go look at both of their accounts. They were having a hot off one day. Where like, oh, so you think you're hot shit? No, and she show up a hot picture in a bikini, and then another one. Nope. 
there's me in a bikini, and okay. they were going back and forth. It was it was sweet. And sweet. a year from now, or about a year and a half from now, I hope that airs on TV. You would think so. I would, well, I mean, you looks, would think so. I, it looks to me like WWE is trying to go in a more adult oriented direction, but they're you got the talent for it. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Yeah, uh, number four. Or the, number the, four. Uh, the next news article: Bray Wyatt lamp. Okay, so what were what were we saying during Sewer Series? What were we saying? Now I know I know that a lot of people can say that there were some other podcasters saying the exact same thing that we were that they should make a Bray Wyatt lamp for sale in the shop zone. But go figure that WWE announces on the 27th, they announced that they're going to be selling a Bray Wyatt lamp in the shop zone. And there it is for 100 bucks, The price point that we recommended too during Sewer Series. So what was it exactly uh, three days later? Yeah. Exactly three days yeah. later. So they probably had it ready to go two days after that. They had the Bray Wyatt lamp ready to roll in the shop zone for 100 bucks. Boom. These are the same, okay, the people that they're mainly selling this to are the people that buy replica belts for 500 bucks a piece. Exactly. I mean, you're going to be able to sell a few. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it behooves them not to make something like this, especially with how many of these wrestling fans are twisted, weird nerds. Mm-hmm. You could totally see them getting a Bray Wyatt lamp as like a weird Christmas gift for their loved one. I'll just I'm getting kind of horny. I think I may put my little wiener in it. <laughs> oh, gross. Number uh, five. Number five. Joey Janela threatens to quit gay EW. So Joey Janela was getting all tossed off a white claws on a plane flight back home. <laughs> And he was bitching about how he didn't like the working conditions and he wanted AEW to call him. And uh, all the nerds on the comments were like, Ah, oh, this is such work. This is such work. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Well, you know what? Maybe it's true. And you know why I say maybe it's true? Because these same nerds have never questioned Kylie Ray leaving AEW. That was never even... That's, that still to this day hasn't been answered, which tells me that they made Kylie Ray sign an NDA before she left. That's what I'm really thinking. Well, okay, she didn't put out an official statement, but I'm not buying it. No, it, it seems contrived. <laughs> I, I think they made her sign an NDA. Something backstage happened, and they won't talk about it. And then, wasn't there another chick uh, who uh, got in a fight backstage at an AEW show and got fired? I'm trying to remember her name, because they have so many jabronis. Anyways, uh, it'll come to me. But uh, so, anyways, let's go with uh, number six. Next news article: Seth Rollins return. Uh, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Oh god, this, I, uh, he he sucks so fucking much. You guys should have done this heel turn like a, a fucking year and a half ago. <laughs> that's that's how long it's it's been. I mean, him as a face was a failure a while ago. Like the, the minute that he the minute that you had to start editing editing out booze on tape shows. The minute you start, you got to start doing that tells you right there that you cannot invest in this guy being a face and you have to take him back to being a heel, which is what he was always great as. I don't, I, fucking Triple H, dude. Fucking uh, retard. Retard. I'm a, I'm a genius. Um, number seven, with the next news article. Vince pissed off at Survivor Series ending. Yep. Thank God. Okay. Good. We, it was garbage. Do I got to announce? Okay, so uh, guys, I'm telling you about this. I, I consider myself lucky. 
We got some hookups backstage in WWE, and they were able to hook us up with some rare leaked audio, okay? I, I think they were, like, in a bathroom stall or something, but rare leaked audio of Triple H and Vince arguing at the pisser about this. It's fucking amazing, man. I can't uh, believe we got it. Whoever was in that stall, you're amazing. Thank you for hooking it up. Um, I hope you don't get fired or suicided. So, <laughs> um, thank you for your bravery, and we will air that shit later in the week. So, uh, uh, kick it off to JC for number nine. Next news article: Alexa Bliss in ring turn December first at Starcade. Oh yeah. Okay, so I'm Good. watching Starcade now. Definitely. Is that, just, is that this Sunday? I, I, isn't Starcade in December? I. I December, yeah, yeah, December 1st. Okay, cool. All right, yeah, nah. This yeah. Sunday. Yeah. That's it, huh? 20th, yeah, this Sunday, yeah. Wow, okay. Cool. All right. All right, I'll check it out. Cool. Uh, Numero 10. Well, next news article. NWA's lowest viewed episode oh, ever. Oh, shit. Okay. 71,000 viewers. Thank you to uh, Man Ray on the comments for hooking this up. Oh and he hooked God. up the figures because I can't pay attention to that shit. But <laughs> apparently NWA's latest episode got 71K, 71,000 viewers. And it had a dislike ratio to like ratio of 2K to 2.3. Damn. So there was just almost as many dislikes as likes. That's so fucking bad. That's the worst it's ever been. Okay, 300 of our fans wow. need to go onto that video and downvote it. Or <laughs> Just do it. Do it. Let 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 the, let it be known that we're not putting up with SJWs hijacking wrestling shows. Yeah. Let yeah. it be known. Don't let the SJWs win. Downvote that video. Yeah, Dave Lasagna, you done fucked up. <laughs> you done fucked up. And we're gonna let you know, okay? I hope he gets, hope he gets eaten by a big orange cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so number eleven. Number 10. Oh, number 10, okay. WWE trademarks barely legal in CyberSlam. Okay, so now I know there's a couple people that have tagged me on Twitter wondering about the whole barely legal thing and if that's going to matter at anything. And I honestly don't think WWE is ready to do a TVMA or TV14 program on uh, the network yet. I don't think that's in the future. I think if anything, it's just going to be them doing a bunch of shitty hardcore matches. Mm -hmm. Shitty safe hardcore matches with... Uh, Strong style, technical work rate. That's what you're going to see, pretty much. I can see it being with w with uh, NXT. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, because they get to shove NXT down your throat now. Um, and we, we should, I think, do a video about how much of a mistake it was putting NXT over Raw and SmackDown. I think that yeah. we should do one one of these days. Just because, now that I think about it, I'm like, holy shit. You just made the main roster look completely indispensable by, by doing that shit. Triple H is, he is one of, genius. he's, he, you're the cerebral palsy assassin, not the fucking cerebral assassin, dude. You're fucking retarded. I think it's a great idea to take the main roster show that we make the most money with, that literally our company revolves around, and, and flush it down the drain. Over NXT. It makes all the sense in the world. You fucking idiot. You know, I bet you anything he was backstage. All right. This be a message to every single one of you. You're all indispensable. You're all dispensable. Yeah. Roman Reigns, I can fire you in just a second. AJ Styles, I'll send you back to New uh, Japan. Let, let's just face it, AJ. I can replace you with Adam Cole, no problem. <laughs> Easy peasy, Japanesey. Yeah, Triple H, you are going to fucking run that company into the ground. There it is. Well, I, that's why I'm really hoping that just Vince sells. I'm, I'm, sell, the, sell the Disney. Please, Disney. Yeah. For, uh, please sell to Disney. Please. 
Or Google or somebody. So, yes, uh, some powerful entity where I can easily watch you. Hell, sell to, sell to YouTube. <laughs> YouTube will buy it. <laughs> All right. And if they keep going down this route, they'll be buying it for nine ninety nine. Maggle. Ha <laughs> uh, The next news story. I think the last. Yeah, the last news story. WWE sues AEW over Bash at the Beach trademark. Oh, okay, so apparently the story is going that they're suing AEW over the whole Bash at the Beach trademark. If anything, I think this is just fake news. This is just a story to cover up for the fact that they're allowing Cody to use the Bash at the Beach trademark. Because, like we fucking said a billion times by now, it's an inside job. And I just love the fact that people are finally like, you know what? Those guys are fucking assholes, but hey, they were right. There are smarts out there, mind you, and they won't suck up their fucking their little baby balls and fucking admit it that we are fucking right about that. I mean, they were hating, they were down down voting all our AEW sucks videos, but you know what? We're fucking right about it being an inside job, and it's being proven over and over again, nearly on a monthly basis. Now it's being proven that AEW is an inside job. The latest evidence: Britt Baker being filmed on. I tell you, just be honest. But that's that's two in a week now. We have the whole we have the bash at the beach shit going on with Cody filing the trademark, and now we have Britt Baker showing up at fucking Takeover, being shown on camera, and the commentators mentioning her fucking name, dude. That shit would have never happened back in the fucking day, never, never. If you ever saw a WCW wife at a WWF event, they would never mention her, even the, if she was from. The Rome. only thing I can think of would be the exact opposite, where Sable debuted on, or she she was in the audience for WCW. But but it's but she was out of her contract. They were having a big legal dispute. That's why. That, yeah. And and yeah, and she was doing that so she could get it. She was basically Brocken before Brock ever did it. Yeah, she she probably taught him. <laughs> she how to she do taught it. him how to do it exactly. She's like, baby, you gotta get as much money as possible. All right, I learned from the best. Yeah, damn right, my hot wife. Good for you, Brock. Good for Brock. Yeah, and. uh does that about do it? That about does it. All right. So uh, that has been our uh, TWR News of the Week. This has been NC. This has been JC. And peace out.